All right, everyone, welcome back to another episode of Speak to the Beak. I am Tim the Ferds, joined by Joe Wilson, and we're here to recap the Stanley Cup, which was over in uh, five games, so uh, pretty fast. But before we even get into that, Joe, I have a question for you to start today's podcast. All right, so you thought I was going to talk okay. about following us on Instagram. No, I'm not up to that part yet. Do you believe in the Tom Brady effect? Oh, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> no. No. So this is, you know, in case you didn't see this, um, so from 1977 to 1994, Tom Brady lived in San Francisco, California. And during that time, the 49ers were able to draft Joe Montana, win the Super Bowl five times, the Raiders won the Super Bowl, and the A's won a World Series. And then after that, Tom Brady went to school in Michigan, and during that time, the Red Wings won four Stanley Cups, uh, and Michigan was national champs in 1998. And then we know Tom Brady went to Boston from 2001 to 2018, and the Patriots have six Super Bowls, the Bruins have a Stanley Cup, the Celtics won an NBA championship, and the Red Sox won the World Series four times. Uh, and now Tom Brady goes to Tampa, and suddenly the Lightning went back-to-back Stanley Cups. Uh, the Buccaneers just won the Super Bowl. And the Rays, um, their World Series is currently pending. So, Joe, are you sure you don't believe in the Tom Brady effect? I'm sure. What are the chances that if we started a GoFundMe page to get Tom Brady, like, you know, a summer house in New York, one of these New York teams could win a major championship? It's possible. I'm pretty sure he hates New York, though. Listen, I don't care. He doesn't have to live there. He just has to legally own the house, I think, and we're in great shape. We have a chance right right off the bat. If you were know. a hockey oh. team, right, if you were a hockey team and you could have Tom Brady move to your city, which hockey team do you think desperately needs it the most? Like, they have no chance unless Tom Brady shows up. <laughs> Ottawa. Ottawa, okay. I would have said the Coyotes, but okay, either one, yeah. San Jose's up there. I like that. I don't mind the Coyotes. Just think they need a new coaching scene over there. Yeah, and ditch those maybe, purple unis. Maybe a solid tendy. Maybe a couple defenders, few forwards. <laughs> yeah, so they need Tom Brady. Exactly my point. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but all right, enough of the nonsense for right now. Um, you know, like me and Joe said, we're gonna obviously recap the Stanley Cup. Talk about the Con Smythe. Uh, we saw some articles out there written by other people, not Beak Brands affiliated, that think Tampa's a dynasty. We're going to discuss that. Uh, and there were already one NHL trade, and Tarasenko just requested a trade, so we got that. Um, and if you've been missing our betting picks, don't worry, because Las Vegas literally never stops t- stealing your money. They already released the early betting odds for next year's Stanley Cup 2022. All right, but before we get into that, usual stuff if you're listening on spotify and apple rate review follow subscribe share with a friend help us out if you're on youtube subscribe to the channel that way you can get in on the content right away uh, and share that with your friends as well you can follow beak brands on instagram twitter facebook obviously Um, and you can check out the website beakbrands.com i guess we'll give you a little teaser here starting in about two weeks give or take um 
myself and our other friend over here at Beak Brands, Tom Rupel, uh, will be starting our 32 and 32 NFL series. So if you're interested in a preview of every NFL team leading up to the season, we did it last year. It was a pretty big hit. We're going to do it again this year. Little tweaks and changes. Uh, obviously, there's some fantasy nuggets on there, and we'll give you some betting picks for them as well. All right, so check out the website, beakbrands.com. But enough about other sports and Tom Brady. Uh, let's get right into it. So, Joe, Stanley Cup is over. Tampa Bay took it home. Back-to-back seasons. Uh, what were your thoughts and takeaways from not just the Stanley Cup games, because I think everyone agreed that, like, if Montreal made it, whoever came out of Tampa and New York was going to win it. Um, but what about Tampa's whole journey there from the very beginning? Well, once Kucherov and Stamkos said they were healthy for game one, um, didn't really surprise me at all. Because if anything, they're better than last season. So <laughs> <laughs> Didn't really have me rattled that they won it, but yeah, they kind of steamrolled the canadians pretty bad finals wasn't entertaining to watch except for the last two games i'd say um struggled against the islanders at some points that was the closest series i'd say but um yeah still steamrolled them most of the time <laughs> so yeah they kind of it's like a walk in the park really i feel like for them once they got past florida so yeah i mean basically it kind of, for me, it kind of set up really nicely for them. Like, the way the seeding worked out with what other teams were winning and who they got matched up against. Um, I thought the only teams that really could have beat them were Colorado, Vegas, and the Islanders. And there was a chance that they could have played two of those teams in order to win Stanley Cup. And they only ended up having to play one. Because Vegas yeah. and Colorado got matched up with each other. And then Vegas choked against the Canadians. So they kind of had an easy path uh, to get there, aside from the Islanders, I'd say. And even like you just said, um, for long stretches of the games against the Islanders, they, like, dominated. So, like, they're they're a really good team. And obviously, if you check back on the receipts there, my Stanley Cup pick was the Lightning, as long as uh, Kucherov and Stamkos were healthy. They were healthy, all right. They were a little too healthy. (laughs) We knew Stamkos was probably going to be back, but Kucherov was just like, yeah, you know, game one of the playoffs, miracle cure, I'm fine. So, uh, you know, there were some fans that are unhappy about that. So, Joe, do you want to kind of explain what Tampa was doing there uh, with a little salary cap situation or how that works in hockey for our casual fans out there? I think Stamkos and Kucherov probably obviously skate with the team in practice probably for months saying they're on the long-term IR so that cap space gets freed up they sign like david savard i don't know i think they made one more signing and then playoffs come around like you know they're at cap and then you know just 18 million just comes back onto the sheet and they ready to play like they <laughs> like they haven't been injured at all <laughs> so for those of you that are kind of missing what joe's saying uh you know obviously hockey's a salary cap sport um, but they have this weird rule that other sports don't have, which is when a player gets injured, if they're like out for the year, you get like almost like a waiver on their salary cap hit. Like it comes off the books so that you can add another player. So like the Islanders did the same thing when Andrews Lee went out. Obviously Tampa did it and a couple, you know, it happens every year. Teams do it. 
Uh, but what happened was Tampa was like, yeah, 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 they're on long-term IR. Long-term IR, they're not coming back. And then just, you know, conveniently in time for game one of round one, Stamkos and Kucherov laced them up and then... Not even midway through, literally just <laughs> right at the start. Like, yeah, we're good. <laughs> yeah, so... Um, they were they ended up being eighteen million dollars over the cap, and look, I'm not like but one of those salty fans about it because I'll, like so loud. every team tries to do it every year. They're not the first team to do it. They're not going to be the last team to do it unless they change the rule. Because I personally think it's stupid, but like, all right, um, yeah, I, I, I think if yeah. they want to change that to prevent it from happening, they would have to say like, hey, once you get a like a cap waiver for these guys, like, they can't come back. Like, that's it. They're done for the year or something to that effect. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I think it makes the deadline, like, more active and makes it more interesting and exciting also. Yeah, see, that's the NHL's problem is that their salary cap is so low that teams can't make trades unless things like that happen. Like, the Islanders would not have been able to make a trade if Lee didn't get hurt, because they were pressed up against the yeah. cap regardless. so They did they move actual piece. Yeah, exactly. So I don't, you know, NHL has something to figure out there. Um, but, you know, Joe sent me something funny that he thinks he knows where the uh, $18 million is being stashed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a funny picture. It's, it's a little jokes. Just yeah. He just looks like his, like, jersey is just stuffed and he's just like actually just like towering over carry price even though they're like the same height and like a five pound differential <laughs> for those of you that have not seen the picture we will put that up on the beak brands account so you can check it out but uh no nah, it's pretty funny um but anyway speaking of vasilevsky he got the count Smythe trophy do you think that's where it should have went yeah so you're not well, on the uh, Braden Point like a goal and you know nine million straight games type of thing. Nah, Vasilevsky the last five series clinching games he pitched shutouts four in a row this playoffs and then the Stanley Cup last year also. So Come yeah, because last year Stanley yeah. Cup plays into this voting, but yes. Yeah, but still crazy. <laughs> no, stat. I know. No, that is a crazy stat. He showed and up he got... when they needed him. Yeah. Kucherov was tight. He didn't win the Vezina. You see his post game interview. No, he I was didn't, like, oh, actually, that like you're the MVP and all that. And then they gave it to that guy on the Knights, whatever his name is. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't even say Flurry. Like, like he hasn't been in the league longer than you. Come on, man. I don't He's know. Did you see what else Kucherov said? I know we're off the rails already. About no, yeah. how Montreal yeah. acted after they won the game. Yeah, like it was their th- like they just won the cup. Yeah, even though know, they just fun. won one game, and they're down three one. Yeah. Listen, man, I don't know. I, I like him. He speaks his mind. He's a big fu guy. I'm a big fan of those because you don't get a lot of those in sports. You know what I mean? Because like, especially if you watch like football or baseball or basketball, like they ask the guys a question, they give the most like generic answer ever. Like, oh, you know, they're a great team, and they played and hats off to them. Blah blah blah. He was just like, nah, screw them. They're terrible. They've acted like they've never been here before. Like, just tell everyone to get off my lawn type of thing. And I loved it. Yeah, I understand that point of view as well. 
You're just not going to get a robotic answer. Like, that's what hockey needs. Like, because even, listen, even if you don't like them, you're going to be, you're, when you watch them now, it's going to be like, I hope this guy, is, you know, gets rocked or does terrible or whatever. Like, you need enemies in sports, too. Not everyone can, like, be your best friend. So yeah, I, you're right. I try right. my best to, you know, take the alternate point of view there. Um, and last thing about social media. Did you see what Tampa Bay, the guy who runs a Tampa Bay account, said to the yeah. Montreal Canadiens thing? Yeah. So in case yeah. you missed it, Canadiens Twitter put out something basically like, oh, you know, whatever happens tonight, we still have X amount of more Stanley Cups than Tampa Bay, blah, blah, blah. And then the, whoever runs the Lightning social media just came out here swinging. And he was like, yeah, most of your Stanley Cups are old enough to collect Social Security. <laughs> and I just thought that was so funny. Because it's true. Because if you look at those like original six teams, most of their Stanley Cups are when there was like anywhere from when they first started the league to when they expanded to like 12 teams. Like they're not playing anyone. It's like when yeah. you... When you look at basketball, no one considers Bill Russell the GOAT, even though he's got, like, whatever, 11 championships because he was playing against nobody. Yeah, makes sense. So that, that was pretty funny. Um, but back to the Count Smythe thing, real quick. Did you think, even though, like, they don't normally give it to the losing team, do you think Carey Price at least deserved a look at it? Because it is throughout the entire playoffs, not just uh, the Stanley Cup Final. And I don't think, I don't know if you agree or not, I don't think Montreal would have even made it out of the first round if he wasn't on their team and playing the way he was playing. So do you think he deserved no, at least a look? Yeah, I agree he deserved a look, but I, I wouldn't have put him top three. I think Point and Kucherov would have still deserved it more just because they won and they were dominant this postseason. But yeah, he would be like the first look to on the other team or to give it to like someone on the Canadians just because they wouldn't obviously have been there without him yeah no i mean i know you can't give it to the losing team but i don't know he just played really well this postseason like in general there were games where even when they played vegas vegas outplayed them for 50 minutes and he was just like it doesn't matter because nothing's gonna go in so it was kind of like watching uh jonathan quick you know when the kings got to their stanley cups Uh, but they actually won so yeah rebound martina scored One hell of a call, Joe. Love it. Yeah, love it. So we saw some articles this morning, um, not written by us, like I just said. Is Tampa Bay a dynasty, this current Tampa Bay Lightning team? I'm just going to let you go first. Easy question. No. Okay, why not? Only two titles. Stupid question. So what's what's your threshold? You're a three guy? Three. Okay. Three. Three. And, And, like, the team, like, Half the team hasn't, like, been there for, like... It's not like they're all homegrown. Like, half the team's, like, acquired, I feel like. Like, their bottom six, I yeah. feel like, is most... I mean, the, their like, core is homegrown. Yeah, but, like, all the extras, not. So, I'm actually like going to... I'm actually going to agree with you. I'm also a three-peat guy. Or, like, exactly. three in a row is hard. Like, for me, three in four years, like, that's still a dynasty. Because realistically, yeah. like, you're playing all these extra games. Like, someone's going to get hurt and something's not going to bounce your way, that type of thing. Um, yeah. I think the only, like, dynasty, so to speak, in hockey that we've seen was Chicago. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. Um, Since he yeah. Yeah. Well, I, don't, I mean, I don't even know. Forget the rest of the 80s and 90s. I wasn't I even alive. 90s, so... Yeah. <laughs> 
Listen, <laughs> if I wasn't born for it, it didn't happen. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and you know how I feel about modern day NHL players. So if I wasn't born, yeah. it did not happen. Um, yeah. So no, I don't think Tampa Bay is a dynasty either. But I don't know. Like, they win next year. And that's what I mean. And I'm glad you brought that up if they win next year. Um, because Vegas brought up their early betting odds for next year already in terms of how you can bet on them. The current favorite, I'll just list a couple. Uh, Colorado Avalanche, 5-1. to one. Golden Knights, 13-2, to two, which is plus 650. Tampa Bay Lightning, plus 750. Then you got the Bruins, Hurricanes, Leafs, Canadians, Islanders at 18-1. to one. Uh, if you're a Ranger fan, they're currently sitting at 25 to one. Let's start with the top, Colorado. Do you think they deserve to be the favorites going into next no. season? Why not? <laughs> I think Vegas should be the favorites because they beat Colorado, and obviously Tampa can't have this team next season, so that's why they're not the favorite. So I don't understand why Colorado would be when Vegas beat them. Oh, see, I wasn't even looking at it that way, but I guess that's another, you know, oh, another way to look at it. Uh, for me, my concern awesome. with Colorado is that Grubauer is a free agent, and so is Landeskog. Oh uh, yeah, I didn't know Grubauer was. I knew Landeskog was, and that, that yeah, that's another thing. Like if they don't get them back, plus they do have to add like at least another defensive defenseman and someone on their third, fourth lines. They need like a gritty team. They don't have like the grittiest team. Yeah, and like obviously they're gonna keep their core together. Like their core is really good. But if they lose either one of Landeskog or Grubauer, like this is a whole different conversation. I agree. So I would not feel comfortable betting on them at their current odds. Yeah, actually, yeah, Grubauer I think is more important. But still, like to lose your captain, and I just feel like that's huge. That's a huge loss. Yeah, that's a huge loss. So you think Vegas should be the favorite? Um, Yeah. Listen, I'm just going to keep riding Tampa until someone beats them. I know they can't have the same team they just had, but all of their core players are going to be back. Vasilevsky's yeah. going to be back. Head coach is going to be back. Like, they're going to keep everybody who's super important there. And I just think they're a well-run team. Yeah, I makes sense. But, yeah, I don't know if... GM, GM of the year, Lou Lamorello, keeps the team relatively the same, keeps Palmieri, gets rid of some scrubs, brings up some kids, makes them good. I don't know, man. Anders Lee healthy? I don't know, man. Well, are we setting up in the Eastern Conference for another Lightning Islanders Eastern Conference final game next year? Yeah. That's what you think? Yeah. Yeah, and I think we take it in six. Uh, I should probably clip that. All right, at 18.55, I'll make sure I keep that on my computer in case you know, in a year from now we have to revisit that. Um, good to know. I'll, I'm going to jot that down right now, 18 minutes, 55 seconds. All right, so I don't know because there's a lot to go with the crazy offseason. Uh, but, Joe, if you had to throw team money on a team that did not have really good odds, so let's say like outside the top five-ish teams, like the, the Canadians right now, 18 to 1, hell no. Like I don't know how that's possible. So, do you have, like, a team or two that you'd be willing to throw a couple of bucks on for next season? Like, outside the top five? Yeah, outside the top five. Um, uh, I'd say um, Florida. Okay. Um, Florida's currently 25 to 1. 
So the, that's, yeah. pre- that's pretty good odds for them. They were a really good team this year. Obviously the Isles, because that's biased, but... Yeah. Um, I don't see the... I think the Wild are way too high. No shot. They have another season. <laughs> like, um, I think the Rangers, that's a fair ranking. I think the Rangers are actually going to be really good next season. As much as I hate to say it. But I got to see how... Um, See how the first couple games play out. But yeah, I expect them to be playoff contenders for sure. I was going to say, you took mine. As yeah. much as it pains me to say it, like the Rangers at 25 to 1 is yeah, something I'd be willing to bet on. Now, I would never make that yeah. bet because I would just be rooting against myself the entire time. But I it's think they're going to be bet. really good next year. I think they will too if they stay healthy, um, develop. Uh, get more defensive depth. Um, hopefully, Igor is solid, and then, well, I mean, um, Georgiev might get uh, taken in the expansion draft. Yeah, we don't, we don't know who the protected players are yet for each team, but there's been some rumors swirling around that the Rangers might lose them potentially, that, depending on what they want to do. I think that's a horrible idea. I think that's a solid one too. Yeah, like, if I'm a team like the Rangers or, like, the Islanders who use two goalies or, like, Nashville, like, I'm protecting both of my goaltenders no matter what. Now, the Islanders don't need to because Sorokin's a first-year player. But, like, if he was eligible, um, like, I'd like yeah. I'd have to protect the both of them no matter what. That, that's just how the NHL is now. You need them. You need two. You need two. Uh, but back to the odds real quick. Is there any team that has, like, absurdly low odds you'd be willing to throw money on? Or no, you're out on all of them. Jeez. Uh, yeah, no. No? Okay. All those teams, none of them are going to be... Like, the lowest I... The, honestly, Seattle at uh, 50 to 1, just because expansion teams, I feel like they're always decent. So, I'm glad you didn't take mine. Because my team also is 50-1. to one. The LA oh, yeah. Kings. That would be the team I throw money on. And for pretty much two reasons. Number one is, they're an incredibly young team. And they played pretty well this year until they fell off. And they have some veterans. But number two, and most importantly, according to some league circles, you know, whatever. Trade rumor mills and all that other stuff. They are the current favorites to land Jack Eichel. So if you could bet on the Kings... Before they pick up Jack Eichel. Now, does that make them Stanley Cup contenders? Probably not. But that would make me feel a lot better about my 50-1 to 1 odds if Eichel was now on the Kings. I thought you were going to say Tarasenko, but that's actually nuts if they do get him. Because um, Kopitar is a center, so they have two centers. That's pretty nuts. That's cool. <laughs> and they just got Arvidsson. That's, yeah, that's a solid top line, Eichel, Arvidsson, whoever else you want to throw there. Yeah, I know. That's why I brought it up. They need um, uh, also defensive depth. I feel like every team needs that. And uh, they do need a goalie now. Jonathan Quick is not cutting it. No he's not, yeah, it's not not the same guy. Um, and I feel like what you're saying, defensive depth, is kind of like NFL people. Like, ah, oh, they need offensive line help. Every team in the league needs offensive line help. So, like, that's kind of like the equivalent. The last three teams we talked about have legit, like, two good defenders. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I know. You need at least three to four to fucking at least do something. 
Joe, passionate about his defensive players here. Uh, but I'm glad you brought up yeah. Victor Arvidsson because he ended up in L.A. Uh, in case you missed it, mm-hmm. Victor Arvidsson was traded from Nashville to L.A. for a second and a third round pick. Some quick stats on Arvidsson. He had 10 goals this year, 15 assists. He was plus nine. Uh, now, he does have a past of putting up a lot more goals, right? So 2016, 2017, 61 points total, 31 goals, 30 assists. Uh, 2017, 2018, 29 goals. Next season, 34 goals. Then he kind of dropped off last year, 15. Then he had 10 this year. Uh, So what do you think about the trade from both ends? I know the Nashville... I was saying Nashville's teammates were not happy about him being traded. Yeah, not. Yeah, I saw Forsberg was tight. He was really frustrated about that. What do you think about that? That would trade? be too- That's a robbery for the king. <laughs> for the king. Are you kidding me? Like, they need offensive help, and they're just tra- – like, they just, like, went into re- – like, they like they just decided, yeah, we're going to start rebuilding. And, like, I feel like they didn't talk to any of their players, obviously. Like, Forsberg's like, are you kidding me? Wouldn't be surprised if he wants out soon because that team is going downhill fast. Yeah, when I, like, during the season, when I kind of picked them to make the playoffs and they did, I was like, wow, they turned it around. But I'm surprised that, like, they made that quick turnaround and then we're just like, yeah, we can't score and we're going to trade Arvidsson for nothing. Because if you're, if you're a casual fan, like, a second and a third round pick is the equivalent of getting, like, a bag of chips. Like, you got nothing. Pepsi bottle. Yeah. Literally two ninety nine side at fucking Subway. Absurd. <laughs> that's so, crazy that they do that. That's crazy. Like not even right. a first. Get a first. You put up 34 goals two seasons ago. Get a first round pick for him. Yeah, I saw on the internet that he might have been one of those guys that they may or may not have been able to protect. So I guess they wanted to get something for him regardless. But my next question is, who do you have on your team that you're protecting instead of him? Uh, Forsberg, Johansson, Ekholm. Mm. Yossi, obviously. Okay, yeah. I mean, that's only four dudes. That's what I mean. Five dudes, yeah. I have no idea. Um, They have another... They have have a pretty good blue line. Who else is the other good defender? Oh, it wasn't... Seth, dude, what? No. (laughs) No, the Blue Jackets. Yeah. They had Seth Jones, like, a while ago. Seth Jones wants to leave though, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. That that I saw. Um But no, I mean, listen, that, that Arvidsson trade was like you said, robbery. Um and the other guy that you brought up, Vladimir Tarasenko, another guy who has requested a trade. He's not happy with how the Blues kinda handled, you know, his injury situation. Uh he was like elite from twenty fourteen to uh, the end of twenty nineteen. His goal totals over that time, 37, 40, 39, 33, 33. Uh, But over the past two seasons, he has played a total of 34 games. So I got two questions for you. One. How many goals in 34? What? How many goals in the 34 games? Um, Seven. Ooh. So here's my question. One. What are some possible, you know, landing spots for him? And two, I know you asked about his goals total here. Do you think he's the same player after all these shoulder surgeries? 
Yeah. Like, I think he's got a couple good seasons left, like 20-plus goals. So serious. Just because he was, like, he was electric. He really just took over games when he wanted to. Like, I, like short, uh, mm, yeah, shoulder injuries are tough, though, but I feel like you put him with the right players. He's, like, always going to be able to, like, find scoring opportunities and stuff. Yeah, I think he's going to be one of those guys where it's like, as long as he's healthy, he's fine. Yeah, I agree. So where do you think he ends up? I have no idea. I haven't, honestly, I haven't been reading into it that much because I hate reading into, like, just because, like, Islanders, like, always, like, if I ever read something and saw, like, Islanders were a team, that's a possibility, I'd always get so excited, so, like, I never want to do that. Yeah. But, like, I the Rangers obviously might get him. I heard they want Eichel, too. They need someone, so that makes sense. Um, That'd suck, though, if he went there, because then they'd be real good. <laughs> real good. But that would make the 25 to 1 odds look nice. Yeah, but if the Bruins don't get Hall back, I can see him going there. Um, that was my yeah. top choice. If Hall does not resign with Boston, I just think they go right back to the well and go pick up Tarasenko. Obviously, everyone keeps saying the Islanders want him and they could get him. Like, the Islanders have no cap space, so they'd have to make another trade or do a three way yeah, in order big, to get him. Big happen. And that, like, I'm there for it. That'd be nuts. Yeah. Like, if we could keep, I'd, honestly, I'd rather keep Palmieri over him, but, like, I, I really want Palmieri back on the team. Really. I see that. Yeah. Well, maybe if they get rid of your two best friends, Leo Komarov and Andrew Ladd, they'll have a chance. <laughs> I need Andrew Ladd gone. Like, it's bad. <laughs> I hate, like, the, he takes up so much money. Uh, like, the other team, much. sleeper team, I think, Seattle Kraken. If they want to pull a Vegas and, like, be good immediately, you could just trade either a pick, like, or guys you get in the expansion. Be like, yeah, we'll throw you two of these guys that you think might be good for Tarasenko. There you go. Yeah, that makes sense. They don't have any salary cap problems because they don't have anyone on their team. That'd be super awkward if he's not the same, though. Yeah, that would be. But I think if you're one of those teams, like, that's like Seattle... You want to put people in seats? Yeah. Tarasenko would do that. Yeah, I agree. I agree. That's I something. That those are jerseys sold right there. Those are jerseys yeah. sold is right. Jersey would be pretty clean. That would be pretty clean. And I don't know, man. My microphone is picking up this lightning and thunder outside. Crazy. Yeah. So if you're distracted yeah. by that at home, I do apologize. But it is booming out there. <laughs> But look, we got 30 minutes in, um, so before we tease our next show here, obviously, like we said before, if you're on YouTube, subscribe to the channel, etc., etc., share with a friend. If you're on Spotify and Apple, you know, rate, review, follow, share with somebody else. You know, you sharing it to one person really opens up some things for us, so definitely do that if you can. Subscribe on social media. Or follow, whatever you want to call it, on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, at Beak Brands. Uh, and like we said before, check out the website, BeakBrands.com. Podcast is there. Written content also there. So with that being said, the next time me and Joe see you will be in approximately two weeks. We will be recapping the NHL expansion draft and any potential trades or real trades that happen between now and then. Uh, so if you're looking for us next week... We will be on vacay, so to speak. Uh, and then the week after that, we will be back to kind of wrap up 
uh, the end of the 2021 season, and then we'll kind of take it from there. So, Joe, it was a pleasure. I'll see you in, in two weeks, and see we're you. done. Goodbye.